Hi, Rodney Jane here from Bob Jane T-Marts. Specialists in tyres and wheels for over 50 years. We stock what tradies need. Tyres, wheels or batteries, we've got you covered. Steel or alloy wheels, 15 inch plus. Big brands such as Monster, R08, CSA, Fuel, PDW and Dynamic. A massive range. Tyres, we love tyres. All-terrain, mud-terrain, 4x4 and SUV tyres. We stock all the top brands such as Bridgestone, BF Goodrich, Falcon, Goodyear, Michelin and Yokohama. Make your 4x4 ute or van look awesome. Cracking deals at Bob Jane T-Marts. We won't be beaten on price. We'll look after you. Test season apply. This is Parked Up Plus, the place of pace for motor racing news thanks to Race Fuels. From supercars to club racing, Race Fuels keeps Australian motorsport moving, supplying premium products when and where racers need it. And fueling the latest news and views is Parked Up Plus. Coming up, new supercars owner facing internal revolt. Hyundai looking to challenge Toyota in Australian Rally Championship. Kiwi Cost. V8 teams take pay cut to return to New Zealand. Plus, Murph speaks out on impending Pukekohe closure and Brody Kostecki eyes SVG's cancelled Trans Am ride. All this and more straight ahead on Parked Up Plus with Mark Fogarty. Hi there, race fans. As supercars get set to resume at the Bend Motorsport Park in South Australia this weekend, big cracks are forming in the new ownership. Australian Racing Group, which owns 30% of Racing Australia Consolidated Enterprises, aka the acronym RACE, which in turn took over supercars, is unhappy that its portfolio of racing categories have been shunned. ARG heavyweights like Gary Rogers bought into RACE on the promise that the organisation and promotion of major racing Australia would be integrated. They charged that this isn't happening, accusing race of being supercar-centric. Most damning was Gary Rogers' leaked letter to supercar's teams, highlighting race's failure to work for the common good of Australian motor racing. Rogers' position is that race isn't complying with the undertakings it made to attract major investors. Now, we asked Gary Rogers, who... Unlike his son Barry, is not on the board of directors of race or supercars and therefore free to comment, to expand on his criticisms, but he declined. This is all on the back of confirmation that race rejected a recent takeover bid, a foreign takeover bid, and that would have been a windfall for investors and bondholders. Race's buyout of supercars was funded by an initial share offering and then a bond issue, and the latter, of course, has to be paid back with interest. Race is now looking for further investment, which will dilute the shareholding of existing owners. Now, what this all means is that there's an internal revolt brewing, with informed sources telling Parked Up Plus that ARG pulling out of the deal is a realistic possibility. Among many criticisms, race has been invisible this year in terms of initiatives and plans to grow supercars, much less the rest of the sport. 
Big boss Barclay Nettlefold has a grand plan to sell supercars overseas, but insiders dismiss his view as naive. Away from supercars, potentially exciting news for rallying. Parker Plus has learned that Hyundai is looking at taking on Toyota in the Australian Rally Championship next year. We can exclusively reveal that Hyundai's local division has confirmed it's evaluating an ARC program. Here's the quote. We're in the very early stages of looking at a potential rally program for next year, but no decision has been made, Hyundai spokesman Guido Schenken told us. He added, we're reviewing all our options for ARC. It's a possibility, but it's still very much in the evaluation stage. Now, rally sources tell us Hyundai's plan to enter the ARC next year with a factory-backed team is actually well advanced. Candidates to run the team include Racetalk Engineering, the Perth-based squad that runs supercar star Shane Van Gisberg and Skoda Fabia R5. Also in the frame is HMO Customer Racing, which is Hyundai Motorsports' agent in the Southeast Asia region. HMO runs Hyundai's in the TCR Australia series, but it also has the experience to expand into rallying. Now, top of list to crew a Hyundai Australia-backed ARC entry are Brendan Reeves and Kate Catford. Internationally rated, Reeves has strong ties with Hyundai, racing for them in Target Tasmania a couple of years ago and doing development of N high-performance models. He finished third in the ARC opening National Capital Rally in an Hyundai i20R5 in a one-off Imperius. The rally world in Australia is abuzz with anticipation that Hyundai will challenge Toyota's ARC domination. Hyundai Australia is expected to make a decision by the end of next month. And then, with that decision, also the decision as whether to continue with the R5 i20 or upgrade to the i the WR2 version. And as South Korea's Hyundai looks at taking on Toyota in the ARC, the Japanese giant is considering supporting an entry in the TCR Australia series. Toyota Gazoo Racing Argentina has developed a TCR Corolla set to make its debut very soon. Word is that Neil Bates Motorsport, Toyota Australia's long-time motorsport partner, will add the TCR Corolla to its ARC Yaris program next year. So, amid the usual blah-blah-blah about Toyota Australia Gazoo Racing support of the 86 Series and Bates ARC campaign, the company avoided speculation about a TCR Australia entry. Here's the quote. We have nothing further to announce regarding the future of our motorsport efforts at this time, a spokesman said. His statement then continued, We are always open to considering opportunities to enable our emerging high-performance GR brand to be employed by more and more people. But we have nothing further to announce regarding the future of our motorsport efforts at this time. 
So, anyway, clearly not ruled in, but not ruled out. So, according to our sources, though, you can bet on it. Toyota will be in TCR Australia next year. More after this short break. Hey there, race fans. We think Parked Up is great, but if you need a change of pace and tone, tune into the Girls on the Grid podcast with Priya Richards and Tanea McLeod. It's all motorsport, but spoken from a female point of view. Girls on the Grid, every Monday on all your favourite podcast platforms. You're listening to Parked Up Plus. Returning to supercars, and we've learned that teams have taken a pay cut to return to New Zealand in September. Under their new agreement, teams are supposed to get $60,000 per car for any event in excess of 12. Hokokoi in New Zealand in September triggers the extra payment. It's the 13th event for the season. But Supercars has cried poor and reduced the subsidy to $40,000 per car. Now, the trade-off is that the $20,000 shortfall per entry goes into offsetting supercars' increased trans-Tasman freight costs. That's a half a million dollars saving for supercars. Last week shocked news that Pukskoe Park Raceway will close next April begs many questions. Principally, where will supercars race in New Zealand after September's Auckland Super Sprint? Well, supercars legend and the king of Pukekohe, Greg Murphy, says that the famed track's impending demise is a big blow for New Zealand motorsport, but it's not the end. Oh, yeah, I, I, I personally think it is. I think, um, you know, having having the venue uh, not available anymore... Um, yeah, it leaves it leaves a massive hole. I mean, it's not a it's not something that's only used once or twice a year. It's used uh, on pretty regular occurrence for lots of different forms of motorsport. There are lots of other events that happen there. Um, clubs use it. Uh, you know, it's it's used for driver training. It's used uh, for a lot of other um, motor, motoring and manufacturer events. So yeah, it's um, it's going to be a, a huge loss. Um, in, in many, many aspects and, and ways. So, yeah, I mean, it leaves a big void, there's no doubt. According to Murph, Hampton Downs, just down the freeway, is the only logical alternative. Unfortunately, we do have other, other um, facilities and fantastic, some fantastic facilities. The Hampton Downs is... Um, is uh, well established now and, and uh, is, a, is an immense um, facility uh, for motorsport and uh, and um, you know it's very busy. It's a very busy venue and and um, now I would imagine it's it's going to be even more busy. Um, and I think you know it's a it's a pretty obvious space for supercars to move to. Um, you know after this after this year's race, um, you know it, it has everything there that. Uh, in the put on a, a, a in a world class motorsport event, so we, we have that, but um, you know there's there's no other you know plans in sight or, or at all for for any other additional venues. Fortunately, Hampton's nice is, is still very close to to Auckland, and um, that's that's important for as far as the population base goes. But um, yeah, we're just going to be uh, less and uh, you know down a, um, a a venue that is you know steeped in history and. and 
more so than any other circuit in New Zealand. For the bigger picture of the impact of Pukskoe's impending closure, we also spoke with eminent Kiwi racing observer Bob McMurray. Now, Bob worked at McLaren in the F1 team's late 80s and 90s heyday and now heads the New Zealand Driver Fund to develop new talent. McMurray says New Zealand racing will survive Pukekohe's closure. I think, uh, Mark, it, it's a sad thing that it's going. I, I suppose you could put it in two headings. There's the emotional side of it, and then there's the practical side. Emotionally, a lot of people attach a lot of importance to Pukekohe as a racetrack. Um, been there since 1963, hosted the greats of Formula One in its day. Um, hosted the greats of Formula Pacific and Atlantic in its day, and hosting currently the greats of supercars in its current day. But um, is it a crisis for New Zealand motorsport? I don't think so. It might be an issue for the Auckland area because this is the only motorsport venue in the uh, in the Auckland area as such because the the one that is south of Pukekohe by about 10 minutes is actually in the Waikato area. So it does not benefit or should not benefit from the money coming from Auckland in, uh, in the way of AT, Auckland Tourism and Events, which has supported the supercars over the past few years. So um, crisis, no, it'll live, we will live with it. We've got other tracks in New Zealand, not least of which Hampton Downs, um, Taupo, Manfield, go down the country, there's Ruapuna, there's Teratonga, there's Timaru, all of which have got varying degrees of, uh, of professionalism and facilities. They're, they're, as far as supercars is concerned, at this particular moment, there's probably only one that can host supercars, and that would be, as I say, Hampton Downs, just 10 minutes down the road from Pukekohe. So emotionally, yeah, it's going to hit a lot of people. Uh, it's going to hurt a lot of people who like to go out there and race around what is one of the most exciting tracks in New Zealand. Um, and it's going to be a shame that Supercars is not there because it's an iconic event at an iconic place. But, um, you know, things, things progress, things happen. And Auckland Thoroughbred Racing, which uh, actually owns the track, they wanted to run their horses around and, um, or not around the track, the racetrack, of course, but the actual um, horse racing part in the middle and they want to use it as a training ground and a thoroughbred stables and whatever. It's their right, it's their property. Um, but I think Pukekohe, uh, on the practical side, was coming kind of to the end of its life, probably about 10 or 15, 20 years ago, to be honest, um, because the facilities are pretty average, less than average. So yeah, it's a shame, but th there you go. McMurray agrees with Greg Murphy that Hampton Downs is the only viable alternative for supercars. It is. It is. And, of course, that, that track, like um, Tarpo and, and um, Highlands Park down in the south by Cromwell, they're owned by Tony Quinn. Uh, Tony Quinn, obviously, is fairly well connected with supercars. So, logically, if supercars are coming here, you would expect them to be at Hampton Downs. It will not have the same atmosphere as Pukekohe Park. Not in, a, not in 10 years of, of trying will it have the same atmosphere. It is a superb circuit, superb facilities, and it'll work as a racetrack, no problem at all. And it will develop an exciting race, I'm sure. 
but the atmosphere, it will take a long time to build that atmosphere up simply because of the geography of the place and the geography that permitted Pukukoi, permits Pukukoi to have a crowd, a huge crowd on the hill. Um, and that sort of that crowd extends for hundreds of meters and you know many, 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 many rows deep. Uh, that probably can't happen at Hampton Downs because of the, the way it's configured with the apartments basically directly um, opposite the pits. So there's going to be you know quite something going on there. It's possible to do. They'll have um, grandstands put in as they did last time it nearly happened. Uh, but it's going to take a while to, um, to, I don't know, gel into an accepted um, iconic circuit as um, Bukakoi was. Back after this brief message. Race Fuels is Australia's leading supplier of racing fuel to national and state level motorsport. And its range of racing fuels includes the BP Supercars E85, which is available to grassroots races. For power and protection over pump fuel, Race Fuels imports the Elf Race 102, as used by Porsche Carrera Cup and the Touring Car Masters. More info on Race Fuels E85 and Elf Race 102 is available at racefuel.com.au. You're listening to Parked Up Plus. And we're on the home straight. Semi-supercar star Brody Kostecki wants to race in Trans Am. Kostecki has the chance to replace Shane Van Gisbergen in Tim Shaw's Camaro at Queensland Raceway next month. Now, while not subject to the politics that banned Shane Van Gisbergen, it's still a contentious subject. Kostecki wants to try Trans Am to add to his armour for a tilt at NASCAR next year. Formula One in France and IndyCar in Iowa Headline this weekend's racing action. With his wrap-up, here's Grant Rowley. Formula One witnessed a dramatic race with Paul Ricard hosting the French Grand Prix. Red Bull's Max Verstappen took his seventh win of the season after title rival Charles Leclerc crashed out in his Ferrari. Mercedes duo Lewis Hamilton and George Russell shared the podium for the first time after the latter passed Verstappen's teammate Sergio Perez following a restart. Aussie Daniel Ricciardo placed ninth. Verstappen holds a 63-point advantage from Leclerc in the Drivers' Championship, leading into the Hungarian Grand Prix this weekend. IndyCar contested a doubleheader at Iowa Speedway with Team Penske's Joseph Newgarden and Pat Ward from McLaren SP Racing sharing the victories. Australian Willpower finished third and second in the two races to close within eight points of series leader Marcus Ericsson as the IndyCar Circus prepares for its second trip to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway's road course next weekend. Kiwi Scott Dixon finished fourth and fifth while Scott McLaughlin recovered from 22nd in the first race to be third in the final. After winning the first race, Newgarten suffered a heavy impact in the second. Originally cleared by the track medical team, Newgarten collapsed later and was airlifted to a nearby hospital where he remains under observation. NASCAR Cup headed to Pocono where Denny Hamlin and Kyle Busch finished first and second, only to be disqualified for a technical irregularity. Napa Auto Parts driver Chase Elliott assumed the victory and continues to lead the NASCAR title. 
There was controversy at the FIA's WTCR's latest round at Vallelunga, where tyre failures led to the five-car Lincoln Co team unable to contest the two races. Argentinian Nesta Hirolami won for Honda in the opening race, while Audi's Jules Magnus took the second. On the local scene, TA2 racer Dylan Thomas and Aussie racing car driver Cody Bruinski won the Sydney 300 at Sydney Motorsport Park. The pair held off the Subaru Impreza of Chris Sutton with Todd Herring in his rapid Mazda MX-5 completed the outright podium. This weekend, the Repco Supercars Championship roars back into action at the Ben Motorsport Park for three races in what will be a huge weekend, including Carrera Cup, Super Utes, sports sedans, and Aussie racing cars. To top it off, Formula One, IndyCar, NASCAR, and the famous Spa 24-hour will also be run. When too much motorsport is never enough, I'm Grant Rowley reporting for Parked Up Plus. Finally, condolences to the family and close friends of motorsport media legend Max Style. Max was the longtime editor of Racing Car News, once the Bible of Australian motor racing. He had a profound influence on a generation of racing journalists. Also, RIP Paddy Hopkirk, Mini Ace and London to Sydney Rally Star. That's it for now. Back this time next week with the latest news and views on what's happening in motorsport. In the meantime, tune in to Parked Up with Grant Rowley and a special guest on Thursday. I'm Mark Fogarty. Thanks for listening. You've just listened to another Network Car production. 